This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. It's Monday, Fun Day, Fun Day, Monday, the first one of 2023. 2023, we're really doing it. This is the year we all do it. This is the year we get it done. This year is not going to be like last year. I think Larry David said January 7th is the cutoff for wishing people Happy New Year. But I was outside my uh, house last night and the people from the yoga studio, yes, we've got a, yes, we've got a yoga studio in our small town. They wish me a happy new year. And I said, go yourself. I'm kidding. (laughs) They're nice people. I said, happy new year. (laughs) You do. It didn't feel out of place. It's a nice icebreaker. It's okay to say to someone, we're getting right on the cusp of it not being, like if you said it to someone on August 8th, it'd be kind of weird. They'd think there was something wrong with you. Most people think that about me anyway, so maybe I should just do it every day for the rest of my life. But the thing about a small town is, You very rarely run into people that you don't know. I need to really get out of my bubble. Like I'll drive into Toronto and I'll see more people in one minute than I will see in an entire year in this town. And likewise for, uh, for a lot of people listening in small towns across Canada, across the world, because, uh, we're big We're big worldwide. Got to leave your bubble. Remember when we couldn't leave our homes? Yeah, it was something. That COVID really things up, didn't it? COVID, Chico! So I uh, hope your, uh, your New Year's off to a great start. I got some resolutions I've already stuck to. Drinking uh, my pitcher of water. Back to doing that. It means I'm pissing all day. Just, I need to wear a diaper. 
I piss. I got to piss like four minutes later. I got to pee again. And I always think when I'm not at home, which is very rare, and I'm urinating this much, people think I have a cocaine problem. I'm like, oh, yeah, toolsy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pee again four minutes later. Sure you do, bud. Sure you do. And the other resolution I've stuck to so far, I got a rower. It's over in the one room over, right by the kitty litter. <laughs> I get uh, I get far away from the kitty litter, then I'm close again. Far away, then I'm close again. Far, you get the point. Got it off the old Facebook marketplace. The only reason I signed up to Facebook was to buy things. And I bought one thing. If you come across my Facebook profile, it's not my name. It's Ron the cat, but that's not it. It's Ron Meowington. So you've got someone inquiring about uh, an old rower. Well, I guess I've already got this rower. And his name's Ron Meowington. That's moi. Meow. It's such a small world. I bought the rower and it was my buddy's next door neighbor. I'm like, what the f- is going on? I really need to get out of this area and explore. The guy's like, oh yeah, I see you at his pool all the time. Yeah, that's me. And you'll be looking a lot longer after I get this rowing bod. There's like, uh, there's row, row, row your boat. You aren't Ron. But maybe I'm turning into Ron from rowing. Ronnie Rower. Okay, so fun day Monday. We go through the uh, the stories from the weekend. The stories that uh, we need to catch up on. One of them is the NFL. The season's over. The playoffs are here. We have an NFL insider. We have a special guest to make our picks for this weekend. Let's bring them in now. And we're bringing in our NFL insider, probably the biggest sports fan I know, my mother, Sandra O'Toole, to give us our NFL wild card weekend picks. Sandra O'Toole, welcome to Boomsies. Uh, no, it's not Boomsies. It's uh, Fun Day Monday. Uh, we're starting with the Seahawks and 49ers, the first game of the weekend on Saturday, January 14th. Seahawks, Niners. Who do you got? Seahawks, of course. Why, of course? Oh, because I've been to Seattle. Okay. Uh, never been to San Francisco. No. Oh, looks like I uh, got to go there. Uh, Chargers Jags is the other Saturday game. So LA Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars. 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 I hear whispering. This is a one man <laughs> operation. Okay, so well, I, I am not really in tune with, with those teams. And, but if if you're, Hey, stop the whispering in the background. I hear whispering. This is a, this is our (laughs) NFL insider. Can't be getting inside info. But if you're, (laughs) if your Seattle pick is because you've been to Seattle, you've been to LA, but you've never been to Jacksonville, but you're picking the Jaguars. Yes. 
Have you been to Jacksonville? Yes. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Okay, so uh, on Sunday, we've got the Dolphins and Bills. Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills all the way. That's an easy one. Buffalo, very close to your heart. You've done shopping there, I believe. Yes, but I'm also really following what's going on with the Buffalo Bills right now. Okay. Uh, New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. I'll go the Giants. Okay. Uh, You've been to New York, so there you go. I don't think you've ever been to Minnesota. No, I have not. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. Any reason? No, just like the sound of it. And the final game of the weekend. This is the one that everyone's going to be talking about. It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Because I love Tom Brady. Oh, geez. Don't we all? I know. I know. Well, whose show is this anyway? It's mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, put those into our logbook. We'll see how you fared. And then we'll have you back uh, uh, for the following weekend in the NFL. We really appreciate this. And uh, it looks like you need to book a trip to San Francisco. That's what we learned here. Um. When I think about it, no, I have been to San Francisco. Oh, jeez. I know. I know. When, when were you there? I was there in 2012. Wow. You know the exact year. Very yeah. well done. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy the rest and of your remember, Monday. And remember whose show this is. Yeah, it's mine. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Sandro Tool. Been to San Francisco, been to Seattle, been... She's well-traveled. She's been to Buffalo. I don't think she's been to Cincy. I don't think... uh, I don't know a lot of people that have been to Cincy. It's one of those... I don't know much about that place. But I need to go there. Uh, Also, I noticed a trend in the NHL. Then I asked uh, Z-Money. To look this up. I said, scoring is up in the NHL, right? Because if you look at just this past weekend, the Kraken put up eight on the Senators on Saturday. Uh, The Sabres scored six that night. They won 6-5 against the Wild. Yesterday, Sunday, January 8th, the Jets put up seven on the Canucks. The Ducks lost 7-1 to the Bruins. The Maple Leafs beat the Flyers six to. There's a lot of. Is it just me or is there a lot of scoring in the NHL? There's a lot of scoring. NHL teams. This is from Z Money. NHL teams are averaging three point one six goals each game this season. If that holds up, it would be the highest rate for a full season since ninety three ninety four when Wayne Grzetsky racked up one hundred thirty points to capture the last of his ten scoring titles. He only had 130 points. Seems low for Mr. Grzezetsky. And I uh, I sent messages out to my uh, my NHL contacts. Yeah, I got contacts. Actually, I don't. I've got laser. Used to have contacts. 
but I got the lasers. I got laser eyes. Hey, there's Ronnie Rower with his laser eyes. That's right, baby. So I, uh, I sent a message out to my NHL contacts. I said, scoring's way up in the NHL. Why? What's your theory? Here's one of them. Refs are calling way more penalties. Okay, okay. Another one said, uh, the D suck. Okay. <laughs> Another said, combination of rules changes and skill sets of players and how the game is played. Okay, come on. Would you copy and paste that from the NHL PR guide? Combination of rules changes and skill sets of players. Um, players are faster. I think that's uh, that's one of the reasons. Faster players. I like it. I like the scoring. Over-unders used to always be five and a half. Always five and a half. A lot of them, once you get to the playoffs, were five. It would be an oddity for an over-under to be at six. Now, the commonplace for over-unders, as you see on the uh, the Brett Rivers app, when you go to place a little wager, six and a half. That's commonplace. Going to check all the games on the schedule tonight. Uh, there's a six and a half. There's a six. There's a six and a half. There's a six and a half. Yep. It's that's the common number now. In the boring days of the NHL, you'd have a five and you're like, oh man. And that was a tough one. You're like, oh geez, can they even score five? Remember the Oilers and the Flames in the playoffs? Oh man, you you'd have six goals after the first period. So yes, we have confirmed NHL scoring is up. That's one thing I wanted to clarify for this podcast on the fun day Monday. Now let's dive into the news with uh, producer Tim, who is currently in the middle of a construction site. His neighbors are putting in some tile and it sounds like they're still ripping out the old tile. And by the sounds of it, they had a lot of tile. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Hopefully they... Oh, hopefully there it is. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they decide to go for lunch soon. Uh, okay, let's start with, um, yeah, shockingly, this story is out of Florida. Uh, last month, a woman in Tampa attempted to board a plane with a four-foot boa constrictor. Uh, she calls him Bartholomew and uh, claim, tried to claim that he was her emotional sp- support animal. Uh, the airline didn't buy it, and the snake was not allowed on the flight. Okay, so there's been a lot of a lot of bad things. I mentioned COVID. Obviously deaths, that's not good. But there were some good things that came out of the pandemic. One of them? The uh what's the little thing you scan with your uh the QR codes? Those never worked before. Now they're lights out. They're Sean Merriman lights out. They are a godsend of the pandemic. Guess what? Another thing that, uh, that's been good about the pandemic. Takeout containers. 
takeout containers used to be like cardboard. Well, they still use the cardboard takeout, but you know what I mean. It used to be soggy by the time you got it, almost falling through it. Now, we can reuse the takeout containers. You got some leftover pasta that you made? Put that baby in there. You bring it out of the fridge. You feel like you're eating out. Takeout containers, throw them in the dishwasher. You can get a couple more uses out of those. So those are two things that have come out of the pandemic. The other is, I thought the service animal thing had uh, been kind of pushed aside because people were bringing like baby rhinos and ostriches. People were like, okay, come on. What the f*** are you doing? Bring a stuffed animal. I get it. Being on a plane is a stressful thing. It's not natural to be up in the air with two or 300 people and you're supposed to be calm. Even though I am because the airplane noise is natural white noise. It puts you, it lulls me to sleep, baby. But others kind of think about the situation more than I do. Like you're 5,000 feet in the air being held up there by a couple engines. So I could see you wanting to relax by petting your donkey. A lot of people probably do pet their donkeys up there. That's a no-no. Don't be doing that. So I thought that had gone out with the pandemic, but now some people are trying to bring it back. We're still, as George Costanza says, a part of a society. Try to remember that. What else we got, Tim? Well, uh, here's some more, well, depending on your perspective, some good news. Uh, If you recall back in November when the Astros did their championship parade, and someone threw a can of beer or a White Claw or something at Ted Cruz, and he got arrested. Yep. Uh, the, the grand jury uh, in that case decided not to indict him. Uh, he claimed that he was just trying to get the players and the people on the on the floats to you know grab the beer and drink it and guzzle it down. He didn't mean to hit them. Sure, one hundred percent the right decision. That man's claim. I throw drinks at everyone in parades. And I'm glad that they, they saw the, the truth. I'm i I'm on the parade circuit. Did the Santa Claus parade here in town. My next parade that I get to be grand marshal of is the St. Patrick's day parade. But I have yet to be in a parade. I've only been at one where people hurl things at me. But I will now know because of the, the Ted Cruz incident, if I get hit with a white claw or I guess it's St. Patrick's day. So maybe a a can of harp, a can of Guinness. Well, uh, some Irish whiskey. I'll say, Hey, I know you. You're a party uh, parade thrower. No offense taken. And I will take that beverage and hand it to someone else. Because if I, because if I have that beverage, I'll have 400 of them. And we don't, we, we don't want to go down that road 
because we got off that road and we're on the right path now. So that's a great decision out of Houston. Hey, uh, are you a fan of the movie Office Space, Dan? Office Space. Yes. Tremendous flick. Yeah, a classic. Very much enjoyed say. it. Very much a classic. Well, it uh, apparently came true to life uh, recently. A Ernie Castro in Seattle had been working for the website Zulily or something that, along those lines and was fired after he stole $302,000 uh, by rerouting small portions of the shipping charges that customers' purchases went into his account rather than the main account. That doubled shipping prices for the customers. Uh, and yeah, he's no longer has any of the money after investing it all in GameStop. This is just an amazing story. So the GameStop, it uh, tanked, right? That stock's done now? Well, I think it, I, I haven't checked it, but I think it's still there, but it's really low. It's not like, a, like it was when during the rush. And the premise of the, the scam was, I believe they got like 0.000001 from like every transaction. So it was not noticeable in office space, correct? Right. It was like a, like one penny or a 10th of a penny or something like that. Yeah, you're right. With the way technology has advanced, there are people out there seeing this story and saying to this guy, you idiot, you're f***ing it up for the rest of us because this is being done around the globe without a doubt. There are hackers that can hack into airline computer systems that can hack into government systems. You don't think an employee who has computer skills is figuring out how to get 0.0001 cents from every transaction into their account or siphoned off somewhere. This is just a, a bozo that got caught. There's thousands out there that haven't got caught. So Tim, that's our next business venture. I, uh, I'm not that good with computers. I, uh, I just tried to, uh, to get my mom on FaceTime and record it. I couldn't figure that out. I don't know if you can record FaceTime. And, uh, yeah, so I think you're going to be after the, the head man on this. I'm the idea man, Tim. You just have to to follow through on the execution. So I appreciate that. I mean, if you want to scam people, we could just start making Boomsies NFTs. Mm. NFTs, no. they're done. That well. that came in with the pandemic. NFTs, they're done. Uh, we have a guest arriving in the, uh, the Boomsies lair. Z Money is here in person. He will not be appearing on camera. He's here to do some technical work. He's here to to fix my wires. Uh, okay, next story uh, for you cat people out there. Taylor Swift's cat Olivia is the third richest pet. Uh, apparently, she won the bronze medal on All About Cats Pet Rich List. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. This site claims that the cat has a net worth of $97 million. Is it just I, because of her owner's wealth? Well, because... 
she starred alongside her in videos and has her own merchandise line and cameos and big budget ads and stuff. I don't know. This is so stupid. The cat is not okay. worth $97 million. Let's just be clear. It's a cat. It has no net worth. Well, some people do name their pets in their wills. So some animals do have actual wealth. And that's been done throughout history. Like uh, hundreds of millions of dollars being left to animals. I have to say this about uh, the cats living in this house. There are currently two. That they should be entitled entitled to a cash settlement if they survive this house. Because... This is the place where cats go missing or die. And it's not on purpose. It just happens around here. So if they survive and live out until old age gets them, hey, you win a prize because you survived the O'Toole Hunger Games. Ron missing. Ginny died. Fred died. Fred was only here for a week. So he was not a good contestant in in this household. So put that in my will. Last surviving cat gets uh gets a bit of the the boomsies windfall, a bit of the boomsies fortunes. Might be some leftover wires, which would be great for a cat because they're like, ah, I got uh, I got a new toy. I got some wires to chew on. I didn't have these wires before because they were occupied with the podcast. Uh, the owner, he gone. Wires, they mine. So I like this. I like uh, rewarding animals once the owner has passed. Taylor Swift's cat, good on you. Good pussy. Uh, from cats to, um, well, strippers. Uh, the Sapphire Gentlemen's Club in Las Vegas has hired the biggest security guard ever. It is a giant 15-foot-tall robotic suit uh, that was flown in from Vancouver to be used by the greeting staff at the uh, Gentlemen's Club as part of a giant tech. I think CES was in Vegas, I believe, last weekend. So this is probably part of that. Um, it is. It basically looks like the big bad robots from RoboCop. Have uh, are now going to be bouncing at the Sapphire Club. Okay, so this there's a problem with these. I think I've made it known. I'm not a big fan of gentlemen's clubs. I find them creepy. But I was in uh, Vegas. We went to the Spearmint Rhino with a with a bunch of dudes. I was in Vegas with. We were there for a long time. This is when I didn't have a, a lot of money. So I probably went to this gentleman's club with like $50. And if you go to an ATM at a gentleman's club in Vegas, it is like a $100 ATM charge. I'm not even exaggerating. It might be 50, but it's, it's over, it's 50 or above on your ATM charge. So I realized this and, uh, I'm like, I'm not taking any more money. So I went back to the table and there's always women lingering about saying like, Hey, do you want a drink? Do you want to, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Uh, I don't have any money. 
so the the one employee says to me well you need to get the you need to get out of here i'm like but and she goes no leave so all my other guys uh, i'm with are occupied so i wander outside and it it was like out of a movie we had been in there so long that the sun had come up so it's like blinding my eyes so I walk out, I'm like, where am I? And there's a bouncer standing there. So this is the problem you would have with a robot. A robot would just not say anything. So the bouncer looks at me, goes, hey, buddy, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. So one of the women told me to leave. He's like, what? Get the f- back in there. And I went back in. A robot would not have given me that confidence to return to a place they just told me to leave. A robot would have just said, beep, blorp, beep. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Actually, it probably would have made sense the state we were in. I'm like, ah, you get me, Mr. Robot. You get me. Now, take me home, please. Where's your hotel? I don't know. Get me out of this city. And I went back in. I think I ended up uh, just finding the guys and saying, can we leave? It felt good, though, for a, a person of authority to usurp the authority of the other person from inside the, the premises and say, "Nah, you aren't going anywhere. Get back in there. I love that moment. That was my favorite uh, moment at a gentleman's club. I don't think I've been back in one since. Thank God. Tim, how's that uh, towel work going? Yeah, they're not breaking for lunch yet. Okay, are we... Thankfully, that's the end of Boomsy's Newsies, so you don't have to listen to it anymore. Okay, Tim, I think you did a stellar job considering the circumstances. We got uh, 2023 off to a great start. 2023 what was the slogan we're all let's we're all doing it that's the slogan we came up with we're glad you join uh join us on these make sure you like you subscribe uh tell a friend and we're back with a regular boomsies on wednesday as we dive headfirst into this new year and its new beginnings or whatever the f- i don't know we'll see you Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.